Judge Jeanine Pirro. She's the outspoken host. Judge Jeanine Pirro is dominating the headlines right now. This is the Judge Jeanine Tunnel the Towers Foundation Sunday Morning Show on 77 WABC. Now, here's Judge Jeanine Pirro. Welcome, everyone, to the Judge Jeanine Pirro Tunnel to Towers Foundation Sunday Morning Show. Happy Sunday, everybody, on this Sunday before Columbus Day, October 10th, 2021. I hope everyone's enjoying their day so far. It's a great morning here in New York City. And as always, we are armed and ready to serve justice with all my great listeners here on Talk Radio 77 WABC and listening to our stream on WABCradio.com and on the 77 WABC mobile app. Now, I also want to make sure that I hear from you in just a little bit. We're going to be taking your calls right here on the Friends of the Court hotline. You know the number. It's 1-800-848-WABC. That's 1-800-848-9222. Make sure you give us a call and share your thoughts. For me, that's the best part of the show. Uh, and later on in the show, I'll reveal the results of our question of the week. But there is so much that happened in America this week. Uh, we're going to be talking about the FBI being called in uh, to investigate so-called domestic terrorists. Those domestic terrorists uh, are of the moms and pops of kids in public schools across the country. I'm not kidding you. This is crazy town. America has turned into crazy town. And if I weren't joking, I'd be more serious and call it a socialism and Marxism. We're also going to be talking about what What's going on on the southern border? No, it's not the same old boring, oh, another 200,000 came in uh, this month or, oh, they're, you know, and that doesn't include the runaways. What we're going to be talking about is the fact that now we've got the cartels shooting AK-47s into uh, America from Mexico. I don't know about you, but to me, that signals something a little more serious than uh, a simple influx of immigrants. So we're going to get to all those topics and break it all down for you here on the Judge Jeanine Pirro Tunnel to Towers Foundation Sunday morning show. Plus, later on in the show, I'm going to gavel out with my closing arguments. I also want to reveal the new question of the week that you don't want to miss. I always love your participation in the weekly polls on topics that matter to justice here in America. It's all coming up in just a few moments here on the Judge Jeanine Pirro Tunnel to Towers Foundation Sunday morning show. But first, let's begin with my opening statement. Now, every day in this country, the government under Joe Biden or whoever it is who's really running the joint infringes more and more on our freedoms, pushing Americans closer and closer to the edge. The latest, the Attorney General of the United States instructing the Department of Justice and the FBI to address threats against school boards and teachers over COVID-19 masks and and, uh, CRT, saying those threats should be discouraged and prosecuted. Now, the memo reads, quote, constitutional protections don't extend to efforts to intimidate individuals based on their views. Wait, what? The First Amendment to the Constitution gives us freedom of speech. The Constitution protects actions and speech where individuals seek a redress of their grievances. 
Now, the Attorney General of the United States seeks to remove that constitutional right if you're a parent concerned about what your child is being taught in school. The DOJ, the Department of Justice, is actually threatening parents concerned about critical race theory and the lunacy, the ideology, that is being taught to their children. But it's okay to follow a U.S. senator into a bathroom and threaten to take her out of office. It's okay for Black Lives Matter rioters to intimidate and literally burn down businesses and neighborhoods. But mama, don't even think about objecting to the ideological racial hatred that's being hoisted upon your children. This is called viewpoint discrimination, folks, which is particularly disfavored by the courts because it restricts speech on a given subject matter. Now, with limited exceptions, the government cannot, they cannot pick and choose what speech is acceptable and what will be viewed as threatening. And the singling out of a particular opinion for treatment, unlike other viewpoints, is called viewpoint discrimination. Now, folks, I want you to think about the fact that both the Constitution and the United States Supreme Court agree that even hate speech is protected. I want to say that again. The Constitution and the United States Supreme Court protects hate Speech. Now, I'm not suggesting that that's what parents are doing. Of course not. But what I'm saying is it protects hate speech, but you're not going to let parents come in uh, and talk about the fact that they are concerned and don't want their children being taught this critical race theory baloney where their kids come home and think that they're automatically racist and the color of your skin determines whether or not you're a victim or a white supremacist. Now, don't misunderstand what's going on here. This is very simple, but the left is all in. Joy Reid says the conservative, you know, the MSNBC, you may not know her, but she says conservatives are manufacturing outrage over masks, and they take our school boards hostage like a bunch of screaming maniacs. That's Joy (laughs) Reid. And then Chris Hayes, another MSNBC winner, says how one Republican senator is pretending school board harassment and intimidation aren't off the charts. How could they say that? And then another one from NBC says some behavior is so bad it's being compared to domestic terrorism. Well, by the way, that's exactly how the FBI is being advised to address these so-called intimidation efforts that are nothing more than a parent telling the school board what their opinion is. But nowhere does the attorney general, this guy Merrick Garland, who you may recall there was a lot of hoopla about when Barack Obama wanted to put him on the Supreme Court. He's been described as a moderate He doesn't define what a parent intimidating a school teacher is. So if someone is waiting to express their views at a school board meeting, is that harassment? Is that intimidation? It didn't, it doesn't define these terms. It doesn't define harassment or intimidation. It talks about violence. So query, 
Is it reasonable for a school teacher to feel intimidated if a parent goes to a school board meeting and says teachers shouldn't be teaching critical race theory? Is that enough for the FBI to come knocking at your door at your own home? And how is it that the school board members and the teachers are automatically the victims in all this? The school board members are the ones who are shutting down microphones where parents seek a redress of their grievances. The, the school board members are the ones ordering police to take out parents and shutting down debate when it's the parents who's paying their salaries, when it's the parents who have a vested interest in their own kids. So if a parent complains about a school board member not reopening the schools, this is what the school board members are on tape saying. We're going to F them up. So I'm not hearing the AG saying any threats will not be tolerated or we'll send the FBI to school board homes or the homes of teachers where teachers are saying, you know, if your parents want to come talk to me about how I'm not doing a good enough job, just dare them to come at me. And they want to pick on us because they want their babysitters back. The truth is, folks, I'm not sure who... Uh, the victims are here, but the attorney general is, and that's a sad commentary. And anyone, it, this guy, Merrick Garland, is nothing more than a political hack, the attorney general. His daughter's husband has a deal with Mark Zuckerberg, where they have a, uh, a, a company that is funded by Facebook, which employs critical race theory. It's all about the money, folks. You follow the money. And the attorney general apparently is not concerned about what parent, about what teachers are saying about parents. So in the coming days, the DOJ is going to announce a series of measures to address the rise in criminal conduct towards school personnel. I personally have not seen any. And I haven't heard any across the country. I've only heard the school personnel threatening and the school boards threatening the parents. So this is what you do. You decide ahead of time to categorize parents as domestic terrorists, and yet this government is working with the Taliban, calling them businesslike, but calling uh, the parents domestic terrorists. You know, the truth is the American Federation of Teachers, they sat on their butts for a year and a half while the kids in public schools suffered emotionally, psychologically, as well as physically, some of them committing suicide, all right, while other countries like Russia and China, their kids were in school, Catholic schools were open, the uh, uh, the charter schools were open, private schools were open, and now they want to tell you that they're going to F a, a parent if a parent dares to complain? And my last question, why the FBI? The FBI has no jurisdiction over local matters. There's no one better than the local police, the DA, the sheriff, to handle these kinds of cases. Calling a parent a domestic terrorist doesn't give the FBI automatic jurisdiction. And by the way, the FBI ain't that great, with all due respect. Uh, they are the ones who couldn't figure out the leads they got in the Boston Marathon bombing case, the Parkland school shooting case, the Jeffrey Epstein case, the Larry Nassar girls Olympic case. All of these cases highlight the ineptitude of the FBI, or maybe, maybe they were just too busy working on their political prosecutions. No one knows the locals better than the local police. 
but I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why they want the FBI involved. They don't want the locals involved. They don't want local police involved because the local police, they want to defund. They want to demoralize them. They want to call them racist, serial racist murderers. You know why? Because they want to create a federal police force, a federal police force that the politicians can control. And that's the one of the steps in terms of the Marxist agenda that's going on. A federal overreach designed to silence parents, accept an ideology that is foreign and unacceptable to us, and call them domestic terrorists, and stop parents from voicing their concerns. It's all part of the Marxist agenda, folks. They've already they have already imposed political correctness and on our speech. We're canceled if we don't say what they want us to say. And you know, got Don Lemon saying you can't put something on Facebook, the CNN guy. Uh, there's got to be consequences if it's not true. He's the one who decides if it's true. So there's punishment for diversity of thought. This is all very serious, folks. It's altogether outrageous to threaten parents when they're simply trying to protect their children. It's time to take your kids out of public schools. Enough with fighting with these people to come back to school to teach our kids. No matter uh, what is going on, our kids in public schools have already lost a year and a half to two years while teachers are being paid to sit home on their butts and then complain that they're going to be babysitters. Now, you've already lost kids in public schools. They've lost to religious schools, charter schools, and these teachers are doing you no favors. And now the attorney general, in line with the uh, federal, with the uh, National Teachers Association that sent them a letter, want to terrorize parents and shut you up. It's time for your taxes to follow your child. It's not smart, guys, to poke mama bear when she's protecting her cubs. You never know how she's going to react. And that's my opening right here on the Judge Jeanine Pirro Tunnel to Towers Foundation Sunday morning show. All right. Welcome back to the Judge Jeanine Pirro Tunnel to Towers Foundation Sunday morning show. A special shout out as well for those of you joining us via our live stream on the 77 WABC mobile app and on the WABCradio.com streaming worldwide. And for those with Alexa smart home speakers, you can tune in as well by simply saying, Alexa, enable the 77 WABC skill. Okay, let's get to the Friends of the Court hotline. Make sure to call us at 1-800-848-WABC. That's 1-800-848-9222. Who do we have this morning? Uh, We've got Larry from Brooklyn. Good morning, Larry. Good morning, Judge. And I want to say your legal analysis is piercing and brilliant as usual. <clears throat> and um, thank you. You're welcome. You know, Merrick Garland knows very well what a prior restraint is. What he is doing mm-hmm. by um, he, by mischaracterization by mischaracterizing uh, 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 free speech as intimidation. What he's doing is 
is an organized, forceful, see, subverting the law, an organized, forceful subversion of the law of the land in an attempt to replace it with another form of government. That is the definition of a rebellion, okay? Now, the government, the Biden government is accusing, um, is accusing Trump's people of engaging in an insurrection on January 6th. And they're mischaracterizing that as an armed resistance. But an insurrection is defined only as an organized opposition to an authority. It's not, uh, it's not, a, subver- right. not a forceful subversion, which is much worse. A rebellion is much worse so, than an insurrection. So, so what you're saying is that what Merrick Garland is doing here is, is, uh, is pretty bad. And the truth is that it's, it's language. It's a narrative. And we've been watching it since the day and before Joe Biden walked into office. What they do is they create a narrative. They say January 6th was violent. It was dangerous when the, you know, Ashley Babbitt was shot and killed. She was an army veteran. And, you know, they, they still didn't, I don't know, did they tell us who actually killed her? Uh, was it a Capitol Police officer? And that was it. But, you know, I just want to stick with this this morning. The truth is that this is part of the agenda where they are shutting us down, ending the First Amendment. Where does it go from here? We did the, the political correctness. Now they're going to threaten and intimidate parents who are concerned about their kids. And you know what? I just I just want you to listen. Let's go to uh, uh, cut number one. Conservatives manufactured outrage over masks and history lessons, took our school boards hostage like a bunch of screaming maniacs. How one Republican senator is pretending school board harassment and intimidation aren't off the charts. Some behavior is so bad, it's being compared to domestic terrorism. All right. Now, what you heard right there is exactly what you're talking about. And that is they are categorizing and creating a narrative when there's nothing there. I have not heard of anything. uh, And I'm in the news that suggests that parents are threatening school board members or or, or being taking school board hostages. If anything, it's the parents who have to give up their jobs to stay at home to teach kids while the teachers get paid. And you know what? I don't like where I am in terms of this argument with teachers because I love teachers, but I've had enough. And parents have had enough. And if you're a parent and you haven't had enough, then you better rethink this. Because if your kids are in public school, they're already behind. They've already suffered emotionally, socially, I don't know, psychologically, only you know what's going on there. But kids in Russia and China and all the other countries, they didn't miss out on school. And the other kids in this country didn't miss out on school if they went to a private school, a religious school, a charter school. So we've got to make sure that our kids, that the money goes with the kids. You pay taxes, that tax money goes wherever you decide that children should be taught. Enough of this nonsense. All right, let's talk to, uh, let's talk to, uh, okay, who do we have here? Larry? No. Roger in New York City? What is that? Uh, no. Hello there. Hi. Uh, Judge Hi. Janet. Yeah. Hi. How are you? I hope you're doing okay. Regarding what's uh, your question? The situa- oh well, 
the situation in Eastern Europe, you know, the Europeans there in Eastern Europe in particular have been waiting and waiting for many, many years to get a visa for the United States. However, now they're under the impression that uh, because of Biden's policy of minoritizing this country as far as mm. whites and Caucasians, and it's a good thing, as he has said, you know, they're giving mm. up and are moving to Australia and New Zealand and very yeah. quickly because they're very skilled uh, Europeans and ex- financially they are self-supporting. Yeah, well, that that's a problem. That's why Donald Trump wanted to make sure that immigration uh, happened when people could support themselves and had something to offer this country. But uh, what about Rawl in New Jersey? This is uh, uh, how I do, uh, John. Good. What's your uh, question? Uh, you know, this whole imposition right now being put in this country, whether it's the critical race theory or law enforcement, federal law enforcement that is being unleashed to enforce things, uh, it reminds you of, you know, the police authoritarian, uh, you know, state in China, okay? Look at what's going on in the uh, with the Uyghur, Xinjiang, and the pro-democracy uh, protests in, in Hong Kong. You know, that's exactly what we're seeing happening in our country, just for goodness sake. Yep, I agree. I agree. There's a lot of craziness going on in this country. And uh, up next on the Judge Jeanine Pirro Tunnel to Towers Foundation Sunday morning show, we're going to be speaking with Angela Bittinger, a history teacher from upstate New York who was under fire for speaking out against what's wrong in our public schools. And we're going to ask you our question of the week and tell you how to participate when the Judge Jeanine Pirro Tunnel to Towers Foundation Sunday morning show returns. Now, welcome back to the Judge Jeanine Pirro Tunnel to Towers Foundation Sunday morning show. Joining us now is a history teacher from Pine Valley Central School in Chautauqua County, New York, who is under fire for speaking her mind about censorship, critical race theory, and Governor Kathy Hochul. Please join me in welcoming Angela Bittinger to the Judge Jeanine Pirro Tunnel to Towers Foundation Sunday morning show. Uh, good morning, Angela. I understand that you teach social studies at Pine Valley Central School, a high school in upstate New York, and that they plan to hold a disciplinary hearing uh, on October 12th uh, because you spoke at a town hall meeting sponsored by a senator. So, uh, and I understand you are also here with your attorney, uh, is it Lindy Korn? And I want to get a sense of where this, where the, what is the issue here? Hi, good morning. Thanks for having us on. So there's a big issue with, with freedom of speech that's going on in this country. We've got a lot of concerns. Not only are we not being listened to, but we're being silenced. And so the red lights are flashing, folks. It's time that we look at what's going on. If this is happening to teachers, then we know that the education system is the basis for our entire society. And if this is what's going on in schools, we have a very large concern on our hands. So I was under investigation last school year after talking about censorship in China. And um, I went through the investigation. I was let off of the charges of being a racist. And after that, did, I was given did, a letter what, in my file. What, what did you say, Angela? You talked about uh, censorship in China. 
and the school got the ba- their back up over that? Yeah, I talked about it was the silliest thing I've ever heard. I, I talked about how Xi Jinping has things removed from the Internet that he doesn't want people to see or want people to hear. And yeah. I had stated that Xi Jinping, you know, people had said he looked like Winnie the Pooh. So you can no longer find an image of Winnie the Pooh on the Internet in China. So I was brought up on charges of being a racist after that. Um, It it was unfounded. I will uh, make that public knowledge. And then I was I was given a letter put in my file saying that I was, quote unquote, untruthful in answering several questions during the investigation. So somehow they magically have become the Ministry of Truth. Well, what's what's amazing, Angela, let me interrupt you for a second. So it's unfounded, but they still had to stick you with the label of being untruthful. Is that correct? Oh, that's correct. Yeah. Uh, It's a very, very harsh letter that's put in my file. Mm -hmm. And I talked to my union. They said there's no way to have it taken out of my file. But it should also be known that my personal text messages were used in that investigation against me. And I'm not sure what world we live in where administration can literally take people's cell phones and take images. They took pictures of my conversations with my coworkers who happen to be my best friends, some of them. Mm-hmm. And they took those and they used those text messages against me in the investigation. And those are listed in that personnel document as well. Okay. Uh, I'm going to ask a question of Lindy, of, of your attorney. Lindy, let me ask you something. Did, did she have to give them her phone? Um, I, you know, I don't want to answer that because right now I am her attorney on a discrimination. That's what I'm asking you. <laughs> yes, and the discrimination complaint. Um, usually if a phone is owned or paid for by a company, they have every right to right. do so. It I am not a personal phone. These were personal, personal phones of my coworkers that were taken. Okay, so it was your coworkers' phones that they took. Did they take yours as well? No, they took their phone wow. so that they could see my conversations with them. Mm-hmm. And they asked them for those phones in front of classes full of students. You know, they walked in and said, we hear there's an issue with Angela. We need your phone. Give it wow. over. How they long have you been with that school them. district? 14 years. Wow. And I would like to say that during those 14 years, Angela had an impeccable record of performance, of of for teaching. There's not a blemish. Wow. Wow. All right. So what what is going on now? And, you know, folks, uh, let me just say uh, uh, before we get back to Angela, you know, I've been talking about parents and the fact that the school boards are and, and through the FBI and the attorney general are trying to quell free speech, chill free speech. But now you've got a teacher who uh, and we're we've been seeing this over and over again across the country where teachers are being thrown out because the school board uh, doesn't like uh, the the positions they're taking. So who makes this decision, Angela? Well, the interesting part is so I'm now under investigation and I go on Tuesday morning at 9 a.m. Um, for what? I'm under investigation for my vaccine stance because I told the children that it should be a decision that their parents and their doctors make and that their teachers should not be the ones telling them what to do. And apparently that's not an okay stance. So I'm going to be under investigation again this week. 
But my biggest concern is right now, so, you know, the school is trying to censor my personal Facebook through my union. They're trying to make me, they're sending me messages, trying to make me take down all my videos on the Internet, which, by the way, I don't own any of the videos. They were they were videos of me speaking in a public forum. Mm-hmm. And they're also telling me take anything to do with my quote-unquote legal fees off of my Facebook. And I would say to you this, the school has lawyers. So why should I not have lawyers? Why should I not be able to raise money well, of course. to pay for lawyers to fight what is happening to me there? But they are trying to censor me. They're trying to make me take down my post where people made a GoFundMe to help me out with my legal fees. Wow. So I'm being told, please be advised. You will be. You can be disciplined for what you write on your Facebook or any other social media. And we're advising you to remove any posts regarding your legal fees or anything else that could could be connected to your employment. What, what, what school is this? Angela, that my, you've got me burning right now. What This is Chautauqua County. What what school is this? I work for Pine Valley School. And you've been at that school for 14 years? Yep. I've never had a single letter in my file. I've never had a bad observation. I've never had an issue until I started speaking out about censorship. And I started speaking up about our freedom of speech. And I started teaching the kids, you know, to look at things from multiple perspectives. And I wasn't shoving the vaccine down their throats. And I was telling them to make a decision with their parents and their doctors. Let me the ask you something. Me, are there are there meetings? Do parents come to the school board? Is anything like what I've been talking about uh, happening in Pine Valley? Um, Where the school boards? That there are definitely rumblings of a lot of parents being very upset. I've had a lot of parents reach out to me. Um, They started now, you know, the school started hand delivering letters to my house. So I actually had to tell them the other day in writing that there's not to be anyone from the school on my private property. They're just trying every chance they get to intimidate me. But I'm going to let Lindy give you the other piece, which is kind of the bombshell that nobody's heard in any press yet at this point. Okay, go ahead, Lindy. Yeah, so what I want to say time-wise is before before the issues that, you know, she's being, uh, um, you know, charged with or, or she's going to a hearing about, as of, I would say, um, two weeks, in September, um, I September uh, about September 12th-ish, we filed a complaint at the New York State Division of Human Rights Right. And and that complaint was sort of, you know, the, the before, you know, everything. You've got like freedom of speech and you've got discrimination. I am her discrimination lawyer. Obviously, sometimes issues fall in both camps. Right. Mm-hmm. But he had brought a complaint um, based on being a breastfeeding um, and needed to breast pump at school under familial status, sex disability and retaliation and i think the retaliation is is growing wait a minute. Um, wait, who's breastfeeding uh angela bittinger who's on the phone she had a she has four children and how old is your time yeah uh, i was at the time i'm no longer but yeah my child is two now but i, I will just say this this that 
you know, your right to breastfeed and your right to pump um, at your workplace is not something you should have to fight for. And unfortunately, I had to fight for that. I, so the, there's a lot of legal issues going on here. Um, and I'm trying to simplify it. I'm trying to simplify it. First of all, what the school did, they charged you. It was unfounded. Uh, and then what happened with the governor, Kathy Hochul, who goes to some, uh, church and, and she says that the people are her apostles to God's apostles to go out and tell people to get vaccinated. Is she whacked out or what? She is. I cannot believe, you know, that we have her running our state. Um, I know many people who would do a far better job. As a government official, you never talk to people as though you are their God. This is not ancient Egypt. She is not our God. And she needs to tone down the rhetoric or she's going to find herself out of a position. Well, what she's but- doing is definitely a violation of our Constitution. And she does not have the right to talk to the constituents of New York State like that. Well, but let's Very let's just uh, I want to I want to trim this down. So Angela, you, Angela Bittinger, a school teacher, 14 years, Chautauqua County, not one problem. She makes a comment about Xi Jinping and or she makes a comment about parents and uh, and, and their doctors uh, making a decision for children and vaccines. You get in all kinds of trouble with the school. And now there's a hearing on this Tuesday. But now the bombshell is that you've brought a a, uh, a case against the Division of Human Rights, uh, a complaint. And uh, your complaint is going to the EEOC commission. So the bottom line is that you are fighting back. You're not just defending yourself. And you're also fighting for the First Amendment because you should be able to put on your personal phone, your own Facebook a GoFundMe so you can pay for a lawyer. What's the school got to do with that? They can't tell you that you have to take that down. That's Am I right or wrong, Lindy Korn, the lawyer in this case? Yeah, yeah. I, I'm a lawyer for a discrimination case, and <laughs> okay. I would tell that retaliatory, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. All right, um, all right. So, Lindy, where? Uh, not not Lindy. I'll go back to Angela. Last question to you. You know this teaching of social studies at this Pine Valley Central High School, um, holding a disciplinary hearing for you on Tuesday. Uh, you spoke at a town hall meeting, and I saw a tape of that, which is how I first found out about you. And you were initially vet- investigated under critical race theory charges and acquitted. And then you're being investigated for your vaccine stance. And do you want are you still working there? Well, right now I've been using some of my my time because I know my days there are numbered. And if I go back, I'm going to continue to just be under constant investigation. Uh, They're trying to run me out of there. Um, I think I might have bigger, better things to do with my life than to work for a school that's going to pull such, you know, nonsense with their teachers. Um, well, um, I think my message to America is, you know, the red lights are flashing. Our spe- our freedom of speech is dying or maybe it possibly has died, according to my case. Um, and it is time that we now stand up and we unite and we speak up and we do something about this.
All right. Angela Bittinger, uh, high school teacher from uh, upstate New York, uh, who has been the victim of some of this ideology where the schools believe that uh, she can only say what they want her to say. Uh, uh, Angela, I, I want to follow this. I'm curious as to what's going to happen on Tuesday. Please stay in touch. And, uh, you know, I wish you luck. You're, you're almost in the same position as parents right now as a teacher, uh, because you're not towing the, the Marxist ideology. Uh, they're gonna, they're gonna, uh, they're gonna punish you for it. Thank you so much for being with us, uh, on, uh, the Judge Jeanine Pirro Tunnel to Towers Foundation Sunday morning show. Okay. Your phone calls are coming up right here on the Judge Jeanine, uh, Tunnel to Towers. Call into the Friends of the Court hotline. Uh, and, uh, let, let's see if we've got any calls. I'm dying to hear what you've got to say. I mean, this is absolutely crazy. Uh, we've got, uh, Debbie in Cranford. Go ahead, Debbie. What's your question? Okay. Pete in Piscataway. I like that. Pete. Hello. Thank you. Um, I disagree with the point on your opening statement. Um, Which one? First. Saying that the teachers sat home on their butts during the pandemic. What did they do? They weren't teaching. Wait a minute. I know firsthand. Well, let me just start first. My wife Make it fast. I, Go ahead. Okay. My wife and I are both Trumpers. We watch a show and everything, and, and she's a teacher. She's Uh-oh. 70 years old. She's Uh-oh. 70 years old, and okay. last year she had 90 students, and they were all minorities. She loved teaching online, and they loved listening, uh, learning online. And how about the teachers? How about the teachers who have their own children to teach at home, and they have to teach online? <laughs> okay. Well, okay, judge, judge, judge. One more thing. We're going to lose every election from now on because all the TV hosts and all the radio hosts overemphasize not getting shots, not um, wearing masks, no lockdowns. And all the people who are on the fence politically who had deaths in their family from covid are going to go with the Democrats. And I called it out in California. I told all my Republican friends we're going to lose in California. And we did. And we got creamed. Yeah. You know what's interesting? First of all, let me say this. I mean, to your wife, uh, it's a, she's an exception. And you know what? Kudos to her. God bless her for what she was doing. Uh, I think that not enough of that kind of information is getting out. I think when we hear, uh, Randy Weingarten out there saying, you know, we, the, the hurdle kept changing. We're not coming back unless now the kids have to be vaxxed. And I got to tell you, Pete from Piscataway, um, and I love the P and the P and the P. But anyway, I got to tell you, you know, we're going to get into a real mess when they start telling parents who got to vaccinate six year olds. I had my plumber here the other day. I mean, he's a great guy. I said, I said to him, hey, Anthony, I said, how old is your daughter? He said, she's six. I said, are you going to have her vaccinated when they mandate? He said, that's when I take her out of school. It's this is the, the it's the forced part of it. And to your wife. You know, my apologies. Good for her. God bless her for what she did, Pete. I really mean that. You know what? I'm willing to. Hey, if if I'm not right on something, I'm the first one to tell you. Now, welcome back to Judge Janine Tunnel to Towers Foundation Sunday morning show. All right. You know what time it is? It's time to reveal our question of the week. Last week, we posed the question, do you disagree with the politicization of the media participation of top military officials such as Mark Milley? 
The question was posed after Mark Milley, along with other military brass, was questioned about the botched military withdrawal from Afghanistan. Milley was criticized for spending too much time speaking with members of the press, such as Bob Woodward, for his book, Peril. Uh, And uh, right now, the results are 50% said no, and 50% said yes. That's very interesting. The opinion of our listening audience is split right down the middle. Half of our listeners disagree with the politicization of our military, and half of our listeners don't think it's a problem. Oh, great. Well, you straighten me out on that one. All right, I got to move a little more to the center on that. Okay. So uh, this week's upcoming question of the week, huh, you could have figured this one out after the first five minutes. Do you agree that the FBI and federal authorities should be treating American mothers as domestic terrorists? Make sure you chime into the conversation and vote. All you have to do is log on to our website at wabcradio.com forward slash tag forward slash web dash poll. That's now get this again. WABCradio.com forward slash tag, T-A-G forward slash web dash poll. I'll be reading the results of the question of the week next Sunday live right here on 77 WABC. Now, we didn't get uh, time to talk about a lot of this, but I do want to take the remaining few minutes to talk about what is going on on our southern border. I am furious. Mexico Mexican cartel members dressed in military-like outfits and toting AK-47 rifles have been taunted the National Guard assigned to the southern border in Texas with unprecedented acts of aggression. This week, we see groups of individuals coming across. They're smuggling people. But as they come across the river, they then go back to Mexico. They pick up their weapons. This is according to the Texas Department of Public Safety spokesman. There are assault rifles, AK-47s. They stand in the middle of the river. They brandish their weapons, taunting the National Guard, who's across on the U.S. side. And the cartels uh, and the border, Brandon Judge, who's the Border Patrol Union's national president, said uh, that the cartels are profiting more than $400 million each month from smuggling people over the border. Now, that doesn't count the drugs. So U.S. troops would be allowed to take lethal action, including shooting to defend themselves if they make a threat towards the National Guard or if they raise that weapon. Now, I want I just want you to listen to the drug cartel shooting at the border. It's cut five. That's that's just indiscriminate fire. All right. What you heard there, you know, it, it sounded like, OK, you, you heard some crackle, crackles there. Um, but the truth is that uh, when someone from another country brandishes an AK-47 and shoots at us in the United States, I got to tell you, folks, I get a real bad feeling. I get a real bad feeling. Uh, you know how I feel about Joe Biden. Uh, the man is not all there. He just isn't. 
His vice president is a joke. I mean, you know, she laughs at everything. While the White House officials were in Mexico this, uh, I think, on Friday or Thursday trying to deal with the Mexican government on the border issues, she was at a bakery cackling about, you know, buying cake and, and uh, muffins. I mean, the, the, the whole thing is such an embarrassment. When the issues are lethal, they are dangerous. The autonomy of our nation, the sovereignty of the United States is at stake. And we have been so beat down that when the FBI is directed to consider parents domestic terrorists if they go to school board meetings and voice an opinion that the school board uh, doesn't like or the teachers don't like, we're, we're, we're past the freedom of speech. Uh, we're past uh, the ability to peaceably assemble. We're past the ability to do or uh, to redress our grievances. I mean, this is this is an outrage. We cannot handle this anymore. The radical left is destroying the United States. We can't take this much longer. We can't. Teachers like Angela Bittinger that you just heard this morning, I mean, saying innocuous things and they're worried about China. They're worried about a high school teacher who says you talk to your parents and your doctor about the vaccine. We're going to get that woman out of school. We're going to make sure that if she if she says that, you know, Xi Jinping has removed Winnie the Pooh from Facebook in China because people are calling him Winnie the Pooh. I mean, uh, Americans are going to take her out of school when she had a 14-year run as a impeccable teacher? We're in a bad place, folks, and, and I am so disappointed. Uh, but uh, we've, got, we've got right now a lot of serious issues in front of us, and we've got to hold firm. We can't tolerate any of this uh, for much longer. And I think that parents have to not be intimidated. They have to not be fearful of voicing their opinion. Uh, this, this isn't going to end well. Uh, and, you know, Donald Trump last night in Iowa knocked it out of the park. He knocked it out of the park. The man is on top of his game. And he is he believes that uh, in America, he believes in the Constitution. And he is ready to uh, whether he personally, I don't know, I have no information, but he's ready to call out these people who don't care about America. They don't care about the cartels coming in with drugs uh, or the illegals who are coming in. So I'm sorry, but we're out of time. I can't believe it. Make sure you join us right back here next Sunday at 11 a.m. sharp. for The Judge Janine Tunnel to Towers Foundation Sunday morning. 